Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema, two brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. How are you? I'm good, Lee. How are you? Good. Hello to everyone listening on our podcast and on our new YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to both, then make sure that you do. This week, we have gone a complete, almost complete, 360 on Robin Williams. 180? Oh, yeah, 180. Because 360 just gets back to... Yeah, 365 gets to insomnia. Because it's a little better. It's a little bit creepier. It's a little bit past. Yeah. But we have gone a 180-ish on Robin Williams to get us to insomnia. Flubber. Fuck. Flubber. Flubber. (laughs) Okay. 1997's Flubber. Yes. Okay. Let's go. Brett's got a cocktail for us this week. I do. And much like Robin Williams, Professor, whatever stupid name he had in the film. Brainard. Um, I did some, I conducted an experiment. Okay. And I made up what could be a toxic, uh, And just like Asha Gay Harden, I'm not convinced it's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Tell us what's in it. Um, if you're watching on the YouTube, you'll see the ingredients come up on the screen. If you are not, then check out our socials at Two Drink Cinema to get the quantities for the ingredients. So in it is, name a green thing. Yeah, Midori. <laughs> Midori. I, the main reason I was excited to watch Flubber is because I knew Midori would be in <laughs> the cocktail. So we've got Midori, vodka, creme de menthe, yep. creme de cacao, white creme de cacao. Yes. Uh, lime juice. We've had a bad time with brown creme de cacao. Yeah, lime juice and cream. Okay, but I, which I don't, I know we keep saying this because it's it is green. Like it is, it is, it is green. But I think because you didn't put the the clarity of flubber from the movie, we don't have no because of the cream. cream. But that's all right. Anyway, let's see how we go. Experiment. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, minty. Ooh. Yeah, and Melanie. Sorry, Melanie. (laughs) Minty with melon, which I told you when you were pouring it, was not a great combination. It it works. It's okay. It's all right. I'm not going to sell it. I'm not going to put it in a book. No, it's not. I'd make some tweaks. It's drinkable, but barely. I'll finish it. I'll finish it, probably. Um, oh, minty. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to give that I'm a... Getting, I'm getting a bit of lime. I'm going to give that a two and a half. 
What are you giving it? And then we split the difference. <laughs> I'll give it a two. All right, so it's a 2.25. Yeah, okay. Um, and in the movie, they don't drink. No, I think maybe there's a glass of wine when um, What's-His-Face is trying to get her in the sack. But Yeah, when Shooter McGavin's trying to get Marsha Gay Harden. Um, I love her name. It's great. And Marsha Gay Harden and Shooter McGavin are very porno character names. Yes, very much so. Uh, but Shooter McGavin's not his real name. This is probably the least horny movie of all the ones we've watched so far. So... What are we giving it a point five for alcoholicness? Because it's I one. I almost want to say zero, but there is drink in it. Okay, point five then. So alcoholic overall is a two point seven five. Great start. Yeah. Now, in terms of representation, zero. Yeah, I couldn't name a person of color. Nope. Or any ethnicity other than white. Nope. Not Unless even... you count Flubber as an ethnicity. Because it's alive. Yes. Which is weird. Yeah. I don't remember it being alive, but I also don't know why it had to be. Other than to make that totally unnecessary dance scene. That's the highlight of the movie. Yeah. But also a low light, because why is it in there? Because kids... This movie yeah. isn't made for th- mid mid thirty year old. No, that's adults. true. But like, we can watch Toy Story and Shrek. Yeah, but they're different. Yeah, and I don't think Flubber tried to be that. No, Flubber didn't try much, too much of anything. <laughs> they certainly didn't try representation. Representation is a flat out zero. I'm not sure there was even someone represented in that life drawing class know, that he stumbled the, into. Was there even a person of color in the basketball team? There was. Uh, a person of Asian descent on the basketball team. I don't want to say anything. Yeah. That's not... That's not... Enough representation nah, for the movie. Zero. Zero. Good start, um, I didn't cry. Um, you could see where you, I would almost cry when Weibo died. Yeah, but I didn't like Weibo. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you're meant to. Because Weibo is... Weird, creepy, Stalky. manipulative. Yeah. Like. It's psycho- psychotic. She's a bit one hour photo. She's creepier than that. No, she's not. That's a bit harsh. The only one of, but one of the only thing, good things about the movie is her little movie clips and TV clips that yeah. come up on her little screen. Yeah. But I think they've stolen that from someone or someone's done that. Oh, no. In the first Transformers movie. Bumblebee okay. doesn't have the voice box working. Yep. So um oh, uses. uses the radio to communicate. Oh. Yeah. But she doesn't use it to communicate. She just uses it as extra entertainment. I don't know. It's weird. She just uses it to make little jokes. To watch Shirley MacLaine movies. I don't know. It was weird. To record Shirley MacLaine movies to then later play to herself, okay, the audience, yep. to remind them... Of the Shirley MacLaine movie we saw earlier. Yeah, so unfortunately I think crying is a zero as well. Crying is a zero because I didn't like Weibo, so when she died I was like, oh yeah, she's dead. Yeah, that's true. Horniness. I give horniness a zero. 
I want to give horniness maybe a one. For most of the movie, I gave horniness a zero. But then for some reason, when Weibo made herself a real person, she put mm. on a really sexy voice. Hi, oh. Professor. Oh, Professor, I've made you a daughter. Like, oh, yeah, weird, oh. right? What strange? Yeah, I would say, but also Shooter McGavin. What's his actual name? Fucking hell, Christopher McDonald. Christopher McDonald is um, creepy horny. Yeah, he's horny for Marsha Gay hard on. Yeah, he's got a hard on for Marsha Gay hard on. Shooter's got a hard on. For yeah, <laughs> Marsha Gay Harden. Would you keep that as your middle name? Gay. Marsha Harden is bad enough. But maybe there was also already a Marsha Hardon. You know I'm going to call her Hardon. I've never heard ever. of a Marsha Hardon. Is that going to be your drag name? It's Marsha Hardon. <laughs> Marsha Hardon. I think my drag name would be Marsha Gay Hardon. That's funny enough. Yeah. Marsha Gay Hardon. Done. And She'd probably hate it. have to do that strange probably, voice. As if she's not heard of it. She's been around for decades. Yeah. She's heard it all. Um, she's been a B-list celebrity for decades. Yeah, I think the only horny point is for Weibo. And I think that's... A, well, is it half a point for Weibo and half a point for Christopher um, McDonald? The cocktail is getting worse as it oh, goes. Really? <laughs> for me, it is. Is it settling? It is settling a it's bit. It's too minty. Oh, can we, like... It's too bitty. Are we going to make know, a two-drink cinema rule of no more dairy products? I was about to say, <laughs> I know we want to show, like, a breadth of cocktails. Oh, but I'm saying no more cream. Okay? I'll agree with that. All right. This without cream would still not taste that good. No, I think you just needed to make a mint chocolate cocktail or a melon cocktail. No. Nah. I was conducting an experiment, but there's the whole idea. Okay. And as we've seen from Flubber, experiments fail, but then all of a sudden they'll work. Yeah. While you're meant to be at your wedding. Yeah. For the third time. Anyway, ridiculous. Well, no, I'm going to talk, a, I'm gonna talk about that. I'm going to... Okay. 0.5. I'm going to talk about the wedding, right? I'm going to talk about Marsha Gay Hard on... Like, seriously, what are you doing? He's not that good. No. What what doesn't you need to prove to me that you love me? What what does she say? I wrote down the quote, and I'm just going to have to find it. Um, where is it? I'm not sure you can love me. She's not saying that until the third attempt at the wedding. Yeah, like it's. They don't live together. That weird. Which makes sense in the absent-minded professor in 1961. They don't live together doesn't make sense when you've already gone to get married. Twice. Twice. And he's got a big house. Spoiler alert for a school later. Yeah, she's got a big house as well. And the mansion of the guy that funds yeah. the university. I don't understand why she's given him three chances. Yeah. And then a fourth. Yeah. But I'm not sure you can love me is something that probably comes up before the first wedding with the way that he is. Yeah. It certainly comes up after the failed attempt at the first wedding. I'm sorry. If it was me, you didn't show up to the wedding. Sorry. You, I'm not. Nah, fuck off. Yeah. We could still potentially be together. 
but I'm not going to bother trying to get married to you again. No. No, it just doesn't make sense, their relationship. And there's no depth to this movie at all. Uh, no. To the point where Christopher McDonald comes and says, I am here to steal your fiancé this weekend. Yep. And I am the man funding the university. I am going to steal your flubber. Yep. Yeah. It's a kid's movie. Yeah, but give the kids something to work with. Insults? Um, Christopher McDonald insults Robin Williams, but I don't think there's anything other than he's a being insulting. He's a dweeb. The one insult he uses three times is, if you can remember it. Yeah, I don't know. It's we maybe get it. a point five. He's as absent-minded. Well. This isn't looking too good. No. Um, enclosure, something it'll score well in. Yay! Yay. Three, <laughs> because Robin Williams and Miss Hardon both live in big houses. Yeah. They have rooms for each other. I don't Like, understand. even if they move in together but don't sleep in the same bed because they're not married, they have rooms for each other. Yeah. Enough space for her to have an office and for him to have a lab and for them to have a bedroom each. Yeah, Maybe and she for tried fucking Weibo to have her own bedroom. PowerPoint. Maybe Weibo changed the locks and Marsha Gay Hardon couldn't get in. I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. But it's a three for enclosure anyway. Um, quotability. I didn't write any quotes down. I wrote one quote down. If we were interested in making money, we wouldn't be teachers, which I found was fun. I thought that was funny. Oh, that funny. was, I think, one of two points where I actually laughed out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not, there's not really. Quotability. The, the, no. The thing of the movie isn't that it's well written and, you know, what the people are saying isn't the important bit. No. The point is Robin Williams, incredible vocal actor, does an hour of slapstick. Yeah, and or him and a bouncing rubber green thing do an hour of slapstick. Yeah. And they rip off Home Alone. A little bit. Those two guys were Home Alone. That one Biff guy. Biff and that guy were Home Alone. That wasn't Biff. I know, but he reminds oh, me of Biff. Okay. So does Shooter McGavin. Yeah, but no, you know, it's the same kind of guy because they always play the same guy. That's true. They always play that same stupid, I'm an annoying sleaze jerk. So quotability is a zero again. My main... It's going to One of my main criticisms of the movie is that Robin Williams is arguably the best... Vocal character actor of all time. Yep. And you have cast him in a movie that is 90% physical comedy. Okay. He's very good. Yeah. But I think it's miscast. I don't know if it's miscast. It's just not done well. Like, you could see... Casting Robin Williams in that role isn't a bad thing. Yeah. It's like the they just movie wasn't that great. On him. Yeah. I just felt the whole time watching it that they, I was like, I want more from Robin Williams. 
He didn't do a single voice. He's the guy from Shawshank Redemption. Oh. And Starship Troopers. Two Drink Cinema Starship Troopers. Oh, We've yeah. Sergeant Zimlin. Yeah, that's who he is. Anyway. I saw a meme today. This, two, this two is the second two. episode in a row that it's you've described to me. It's come back. I've got to save these memes so on the YouTube you can see them in between us blocking our own logo. Um, that it was, can you believe that the same actor plays the guy from Full Metal Jacket and plays Papa in Stranger Things? I'm like, yeah, you can. They're the because same character. Because, no, because actors play different roles. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's also like 40 years apart. Yeah. Like, so they had a picture of him in Full Metal Jacket and a yep. picture of him in Stranger Things and he looks different. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because what was Full Metal Jacket, 1978 or something? Like, mm, yeah, almost 50 years apart. So, yes, I can believe that they look very different. Yep. People are dumb. Yeah, that's true. And that guy who plays Sergeant Zim. They Clancy, were like, Clancy Brown. Yeah. They were like, can you believe Clancy Brown also played this character and the guy in Starship Troopers? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Because that's what acting is. You're telling me this is the same actor? Yeah. 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 Because actors do different things. People. Um. Okay, so quotability is zero. Quotability is maybe a zero, yeah. It's Drink. Zero. Didn't see Coke or uh, Pepsi. Didn't see Coke or Pepsi. Another zero. Oh, Jesus. So endurance or rememberability. We've already talked about the representation and that's a zero. Electric-powered scooters you... are everywhere in Melbourne now. And he has one on campus. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm he... giving it a point for that. I remember it a fair bit. Rememberability for me is pretty peak. I remember Weibo. I remember Weibo because I'm pretty sure I had a toy. I had a little Weibo. Really? I have this vision in my mind. I had a little Weibo. I probably got it from a Happy Meal. Was it a Tamagotchi that you got confused with being a Weibo? No, because I was sad when it died. (laughs) I saw another meme the other day. Oh, God. (laughs) Fucking hell. Life, a Fitbit is just like a Tamagotchi. Except the idiotic creature you have to keep alive is you. <laughs> I remember the Tamagotchi we had once that was a koala. Because we got the home brand you Tamagotchis. That? And, it, and all you did was sleep and poo. You slept, eat, and then you climbed a tree and then you pooed. Yeah, and that that's was it. actually all koalas do yeah. other than spread chlamydia. And you could feed it one gum leaf or a bunch of gum leaves. There were yeah. your two options for food. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Um, does, and fl- then, does Flubber eat? Flubber, I don't know. Oh, eats gamma radiation. Yeah. Um, like uh, Tamagotchi's got banned hot. at my primary school. I reckon they got banned at most. My primary school was big at banning things. They were huge on it, yours. Tarzos were uh, banned. Tarzos were banned. Tamagotchis were banned. Yo-yos. Yo-yos were banned. Uh, Pokemon cards, they were banned. Except it was like Thursday recess in this area. Was like Wall Street. You went there and it was like, buy, sell, sell, buy, buy. I got this, I got this. It was like, they were literally like, this is the only time you're allowed to do it. There was something else that got banned. Absolute madness. I don't remember my primary school. We went to different primary schools for a couple of years. I don't remember my primary school banning things. My primary school banned running in a certain area. (laughs) 
That's because kids ran into poles. That's a, that's okay. No, well, that's the same. You couldn't run in the courtyard at my school because yeah. there wasn't a lot of space and there were lots of people walking and lots of poles. And they also didn't ban it, but they were strongly against kicking basketballs. Well, that's because how you got the egg on it. Yeah, which <laughs> I, I invented a game and part of it was kicking the thing. Didn't last very long. No, because then you would have got banned. So, but then I was sports equipment monitor. That made your anyone that went to your primary school had no is, life. No, but they're very ready to be very cautious on Twitter because they know how easily things can yeah. get cancelled. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie. I don't know what that has. What were we talking about? Um, Rememberability. That's more nostalgia. That whole conversation. Yeah. No, I remember it. I remember Flubber. I remember Robin Williams. I remember it being alive and talking and, and the dance bit. I remember it dancing at one point. Yeah, I don't remember that much. I don't remember a flying car. I don't. Uh, I remember Weebo. I remember Robin Williams. I remember him falling out the window and the thing flying out of his bum. Right. Do you remember... Um, the fact that it should have killed Christopher McDonald when it went through okay. his entire re- digestion system? About six people should have died in this movie. My issue, I've already said that my issue is that it's just slapstick, right? Yeah, yeah. But the fact that a golf ball, a bowling ball, both falling from outer space, and I understand what it, you know what it's called terminal velocity, where things fall at the same rate, right? Understand that science. I don't think the who wrote this. I don't think he knows. No, I don't. A, a golf ball. A bowling ball falling from space and an apple thrown from essentially the roof of a double-story house all have the same effect on a person when it's hit its head. As soon as that bowling ball hit that guy, dead. Yeah. Mythbusters, busted. Yeah. Kill someone. I mean, like, it's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Whatever his name is, The golf, dead. But also, how fast would that golf ball have been travelling? That's come down from outer space. But also, how dumb are you, Robin Williams, to do this inside your basement? You know it's going to destroy things. Yeah, but also, after the golf ball pings around everywhere and out into space, right? Yeah. He doesn't apply less flubber to anything. No. He's just like, wow, that has a serious effect. Let me put and the same amount of it on a thing that's a hundred times heavier. Let me put the same amount of it on a child's foot. Yeah. Very reckless. But also... Like, he could have killed a, ch- a child. A hundred percent. If something... If the other things that applied happened consistently throughout the movie, right? One of those kids is going headfirst up into the scoreboard. But wait. Like in Space Jam... But wait. Doesn't that happen in Space Jam? But if someone the... jumps up and their head is in that scoreboard? Yeah, Daffy Duck. Yeah. Two drink cinema at Space Jam. We did one. Yeah. Yep. But I don't want to go to school today. I'd rather oh, yeah. stay home and make cookies with you. Um, the... No, but wait. So speed or bounce or height, right? Yeah. Would, wouldn't be as much depending on the weight of the object. If you put the same amount of flubber on something that's 100 kilos as you do on a golf ball, yeah. the bounce would be less yes. on the larger object. Yes. 
Yeah, that's my science understanding. I don't know, I don't know why he sprayed the basketball with flubber. What did he think was going to be the benefit what? of that? The bouncy, 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 right? Yeah. Bouncy, bouncy. When how then how can you? But then how can you catch it? You can't catch it. But they, I don't know. There's too much. That was the thing. The whole thing at the start was flubber. Oh, it's unpredictable. We don't know how to think. And then these kids who don't know what it is and don't know that they game, have it. Yeah, are playing a game of basketball <laughs> and they're like, oh, I can completely control what I'm yeah. doing now. But also. Then there's two major scientific issues. One, one other than all the flubber, but there's flubber's pl- fake. There's plenty. All right. The two major ones that I have. Uh, you can't fly are, a car that high in the plane. Well, that was going to be my second one. My okay. first one is, <laughs> how does a kid fit through a basketball hoop? Right? Yeah. Any kid. He's, no offense. One of those kids. Could no be. offense, kid. He's not a skinny kid. No. But even the skinny kid's not fitting through the basketball hoop. Yeah. Also, even Duffy Duck couldn't fit through a basketball. <laughs> his flying car does not have a pressurized cabin. At no, they were just feet, in the atmosphere. A seatbelt yeah. is not doing it. Um, so, in terms of endurance, remember, <laughs> Billy, endurance, some of it maybe, but it's also because it's a kids' movie that is very child-like, and they don't really make movies like that anymore. Well, I haven't, like, I haven't been to see a kids' movie recently because the middle brother is the one with the kids. Yeah, but but like the new Minions one is like, is that one an adult can go and see? Like, I they'd still be they'd write them they write them better because they put I don't I was going to say adult jokes in there, but they put jokes that the adults get. The only adult joke in this one is the life drawing class. Yeah, and that wasn't even funny because they weren't even naked. Yeah, she was like. Ooh. Show us your yabos, love. But are they drawing her like this? No, but also like when when he came in, she was sitting there with her boobs yeah. covered. If you've got, if you're going to be a life drawing model, anybody out there, you're gonna see dick. No, <laughs> which obviously they can't show in a G-rated <laughs> Disney film. No. Warning: no, You're gonna. If see you're dick. a model, right? If you're the model, if you're the model, you're gonna yeah. put your yabos out there. Right. Yeah, yeah. So if someone walks into the lecture theatre, you can't all of a sudden be modest. No, because there's already a hundred people watching You're there your yabos to do life drawing. Yeah, I did a life drawing class once at high school, but they didn't get nude. Well, because you're children. But it also, she was the sister of one of the people in the class, so I think that was probably yeah. added to the yeah. reason they didn't get nude. Endurance. I think there are things that I think special effects wise it's okay. Yeah, it's not there's a couple of dodgy bits. But I don't think there are things that have aged badly other than the fact that it's the third whitest cast of anything we've watched in Tudoring Cinema history. Yeah. This Twelve Angry Men Twelve Angry Men had more people of colour. But that's the, true. That was a criminal. Yeah, well <laughs> that's probably All About Eve. Uh, All About Eve was very white but and they're old. One hour photo. Oh, yeah, one hour photo. Had slightly better representation. So I would I'd, give it a one and a half. Yeah, I'm going to give it a one and a half as well, actually. The other reason is that, or maybe this is more nostalgia, which is a good segue by me unintentionally, yep. that I was watching it and I was like, I remember enjoying this when I was a kid and thought it was a funny movie. 
And now watching it 25 years later, mm-hmm. this is boring and stupid. Yeah, it's not a family movie. It's a kid's movie. It's a movie. kid's movie, yeah. Did grandma have it on video? I don't know. I remember watching it at grandma's house. Because I remember and I said that to mum, I was like this, and she's like, oh, I don't remember that thing. I was like, oh, maybe you didn't watch it. I, I watched it a, a lot, I think. I think I think grandma had it on video. Well, maybe it was just one of the videos I chose at Blockbuster that were the five weeklies. Yeah, but then I that think was mum my would choice. remember it. Well, well, maybe she was getting the fish and chips. That's true. Well, no, Dad was went with us because Mum was still at work. Okay. Yeah. Right. There's a little there's a little family history family lesson life. for you, and proof that we have two parents, which I feel like we need to prove because I cry. Why do we need to, oh fuck! At any, like, why do we need to prove that? <laughs> no, because I cry at any sad happy family. Um, another nostalgia. This is the first reboot that I remember realising and knowing was a reboot. Oh, okay. Because I think I'd seen The Absent-Minded Professor before this. All right. And so I recognised this as a reboot. So for that, I'm going to give it two on the nostalgia. Right. What are you giving it on the nostalgia? Uh, A two and a half. Or maybe a three. You're allowed a 2.75. I'll do a two and a half. A three. No, I'll do a two and a half. Okay, you don't Two want to be half. nice because it's calling very low so far. Well, I think it's it's like up there, but it's not up there. Like in terms of Robin Williams' nostalgia, it's even for that fairly low. Yeah, that's fair enough. Like it's not Aladdin or Jumanji or Jack. No, that's true. Um, impact, Marsha Gay um, I wrote nothing in my she notes. Already, she already was a thing. Robin he Williams already was, was already a thing. a thing. And it's nowhere near his best. I don't know if it changed special effects-y stuff. I don't, I don't know. Did it make more reboots happen? No, I don't it think so. It gave us more of Will Whedon. So is that a negative one? or? Uh, well, it didn't give us much more because all he does now is host a YouTube channel that reviews board games. He's shit in this movie. Yeah, he's terrible. He's terrible. He's a whingy little bitch. Um, he also looks 30. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, sorry. <laughs> he is no good. Um... Did it give us... Flubber. No, it's not a thing yet. No, did it give us... Gak? Um, the Nutty the Professor remake. Because oh. of this, did Eddie Murphy decide to remake The Nutty Professor? Maybe. Because The Nutty Professor was certainly after this. I'm not going to give it any... Im- no, oh. The Nutty Professor was before this. Much better than Flubber. Yeah. Hercules, 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 Hercules. Oh, now we got to wait another 10 years to do that one. Oh, Janet oh, no, Jackson. Career highlight, Janet Jackson, really. Nah, tits out at the Super Bowl. Oh, it's Jada Pinkett. Oh, we're not allowed to, we can't do that. No, we can. We're just no, not we, allowed we're to, not allowed to say any. your name. Oh, okay. You just did. I didn't say the S word, though. You're allowed to say Carla Purdy. Carla Purdy. Well, she's credited as Jada Pinkett. Okay. So you don't say the S word. So is Janet Jackson in the second one? He has done an apology, Will, right? Oh, the fakest apology ever. No, but also, apologise to Chris Rock. Don't apologise to Instagram. Um, But also, it happened six months ago. Yeah, and he's realised how fucked up it is. Do you know what? Because he hasn't been able to get a job since. But also, I've actually heard comedians from the States saying, 
that it's happening. People from the audience have gone up onto stage and punched comedians in the stage. There was a thing at the I want to say the Hollywood Bowl. It might have been Dave Chappelle, which maybe is justifiable. Justified when somebody went up and like started attacking him or something. I don't. I don't think Will Smith's doing it okay. I don't think people in the public is doing it okay. But unfortunately, because Will Smith did it, people in the public think they can. Yeah, because he did that and he won an Oscar. Yeah, like half an hour later. Yeah, but they already made that up. Anyway. Okay, anyway. Um, um, impact is, I'll give it a one. What for? Uh, the, the Danny Elfman flubber mumbo. It's a great impact generous. on cinema music. So I'm giving it a 0.5. I love the opening credits, actually. I'm going to give... Where it was like... I'm going to give anything with Robin Williams automatically gets a 0.5 on impact because it's more Robin Williams in the world. Um, except RV. <laughs> um, in the opening credits, it was like Flubber Mumbo composed by Danny Elfman. I was like, oh, wow, he just wrote that. And he goes, music by Danny Elfman. Oh, I'm like, do we? Did he need a separate thing there just for that? Yeah, because normally they do that for something that's composed separate to the movie. So it'd be like music by this guy, to Sir with love, written by such and such for Lulu, not yeah. written by Lulu, not written by <laughs> Lulu. No, um, you know what I mean. It was a bit weird. Yeah, that is a bit weird. Um, rewatchability. Uh, it's, uh, nah. I'll, sh- like, if we're babysitting the nieces, I'll show the nieces. Yeah, but I, would, I probably won't watch it, though. But also the nieces it's are... It's replayability. <laughs> but also the nieces are 10 and clever. Like, 9 and 10, the ne- those nieces, I don't think they're going to be that into it. Nah, The, f- the four-year-old, she'll probably love well, seeing a when I was, get hit in the head with a bowl. When I was their old, when I was their age, I enjoyed it. So what are you saying about me? No, but times change. Kids are different now. Oh, kids are different now because yeah, they've got their iPads they've got the and iPads their iPhones. And the and and it's just the movie's too simple and it doesn't have depth. No. We're like Margaret Pomerantz. It's not created for us and yes. we're criticising it. Yeah, but even... Yeah, okay. Yeah, but no, anyway. rewatchability, I'm only going to give it a one and a half because I'll put it on with the nieces if we're, or with Shane's nephews if we're babies. I'll give it a one. Okay. That's right. I don't need to rewrite that because that's what you gave one hour photo last week. <laughs> it's doing great. We've chosen the probably the two worst Robin Williams movies almost. Yes. Next week we're doing RV. Um, okay. Uh, just in case anybody <laughs> hasn't got their hints, Lee doesn't like RV. I actually haven't seen RV. <laughs> All right. So we are doing that next yeah, week. Yeah. Spoiler. No. Um, any other general notes before we give our final overall oh. scores? There was a lot wrong with it. Correct. And I probably over-analyzed the science of it. Do you know who wrote it? Uh, Thomas Edison. John Hughes. Of oh, that's unfortunate. Breakfast Club, 16 Candles, Home Alone, oh, Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Because I don't like some of those movies. <laughs> but they're better movies than this. They're better written Okay, movies. they're better. Bre- yeah, okay. Yeah, they're better. Yeah. Yeah? But they're also different movies. Yeah, it seems odd to me. It seems like he wrote this because his kid told him to write it or something. Daddy, write me a movie about this guy. 
Or maybe because he liked the movie Absent-Minded Professor, but his kids wouldn't watch it with him. Because it's black and white. Because yeah. it's old. So he made Flubber. Maybe. Maybe I'll just watch The Absent-Minded Professor with the nieces. Yeah. Better than Flubber. Could probably watch Nutty Professor with them as well. That's a great movie. I'm going to watch that maybe. Cool. Maybe we'll do that next I week. I don't have any time. We're watching that many movies for the new podcast we are coming up. I don't have time for anything Watch like this space. My general... I just broke the fourth wall. Oh, yeah. Meta. You've made our YouTube channel Meta. Oh, and I hated myself instantly. <laughs> I, the science was... The whole inconsistency of the bounciness of Flubber annoyed well, me. How bouncy it was? And sometimes it was bouncy, sometimes it wasn't. Sometimes it was like jump, bang. But if you ran, it was fine. Yeah, but then later... When Marsha Gay Hardon took her leg off her other leg and yeah. put it on the floor, that bounced. But when the kids were running off the court after winning like the baseball, she, basketball, they yeah. didn't bounce. She's got um, flubber on her hands yeah. and he's using what's-his-face like a punching bag. Yeah. But that would still hurt but your hands. She, she, her, her hands are like this. Like, but just normal punching. And his head's bouncing. <laughs> this is not how you punch. <laughs> For those watching, this is normal punching. Brett's never been in a fight. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it's like her her thing would bounce back. Yeah, but her, his head is bouncing. His neck is broken at this point as well. Well, he's lucky to survive the flubber going at his bum hole. And also, why is she, Marsha Gay Hardon, at the end, like, do it for Weibo? No, she tr- tried to destroy your relationship. She doesn't know that. That's a secret that we both take into the grave. True. That cocktail's terrible now. Okay, because <laughs> it's warm cream at this point. <laughs> it's just, and it looks bad. Wow. Um, Great feedback. Um, the two goons were just kind of stolen from Home Alone. Didn't really like that. That neighbor kid joke got old. Yeah, I, I could have done without the car crashing into the plane, but I was okay with him coming back on being on the plane and seeing them out the window, that, even though yeah. I wasn't okay with the car being in the air. I got that. That would that would have been funny, but I didn't need... Then the guy, the goons are out the front. Then the car's in the tree. Then the bowling, then the ball bowling ball's there. Then Flubber's in there. Yeah, no. And I thought that kid was Haley Joel Osment and was seeing things again. I looked him up. Me too. Because he looked familiar. <laughs> And then it was no one. I thought I googled Flubber Osmond just to see if there's Flubber any connection, and there wasn't. Damn. Um, yeah, the dance sequence wasn't necessary. Philip Brainard's not a great name. Nah, the, the dance sequence was cute. It was funny. Yeah, uh, I get. I get it's for the kids. But overall, score wise. Overall score wise, yes. Um, I'll give it a one and a, a two, a two, a one and oh fuck. I'm giving it a two. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a two as well. All right. Robin Williams is good, but I feel like it wasn't the movie where Robin Williams can do what Robin Williams does best. I said the same thing about One Hour Photo. No, it's like Mrs. Doubtfire. There's a script, but also. You know, improvise for an hour and a half. Uh, any like, Aladdin, there's a script, but we just wrote insert Robin Williams improv here. Well, we said the same thing about and Fern by, Gully. I, um, we means I wrote. Yeah. Oh, we did that as well. Yeah, Fern Gully. That's true. This is the fourth. Is this the fourth Robin it's Williams? The fourth movie Robin Williams. Done? Yeah, right. And uh, because we're doing anniversaries, the there's more to come. RV. 
Um, I'm going to look up when RV was released. Oh, God. Could you so, Google hunting? I think that's on the list. Uh-oh. Listeners and watchers, if you would like us to do an entire series just on Robin Williams movies, let us know. We'll do a spin-off. Yeah. Because I feel like we've clogged up this anniversary year with 1992 and Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's all we've done this year. We did two th- we did Goldmember. Oh, true. Um, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers, true. Okay. So, RV came out in 2006. Ooh, damn. With Robin Williams, Josh, H- Josh Hutchison. Oh. Cheryl Hines. Oh. Oh, she's, I know her. Jojo. As in Leave Get Out. Yep. There's you, you and me, yeah. Uh, Whatever that song is. Barry Sonnenfeld. Yep. Don't know him. Jeff Daniels. Barry Sonnenfeld, I know the name. Give me a look. Oh, he's a director. Yeah. But he's in it. Okay. Um, and Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, another movie where she doesn't sing? Yeah. Anyway, overall, we've got our scores for the Archie Q. De Niro score for Flubber. Out of 100... Uh-oh. It is... A 22.75. Oh, that is it's rough. scored 0.25 less than one hour photo. Oh, that's, uh, that's and the rough. whole 28-ish points less than gold member. Wow. We're going to have a break uh, and then we're going to do some reviews of what other people thought of Flubber. Two drinks in a bar. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod. All right, we're good there, we're good there. Google reviews. I'm going to start with a one star. Right. Hit but I'm me. not sure Broseth put this in the right spot. Okay. Because the opening line is this. Ooh. Great watch, would watch again, and can recommend. Okay, no. I'm a fan of Robin Williams, silly or serious, but having just watched the original, they just didn't believe in the charm of the original. For some reason, instead of a miraculous invention, he creates sentient life that doesn't mind being used, divided, and chemically produced into solutions or trapped in a metal containment unit. Mm. Anyway, that's I'm not sure about that review. I've got a fiver. Good. A gem of a film. Still glad to have it on cassette, and I'll never forget watching it when I was younger as a kid during my childhood. (laughs) Think when he was young. Yeah. Okay. Uh, extremely underrated film this was. What? <laughs> that, that This is terribly written. No. And extraordinary, especially with the effects they had. When it was released, there was almost nothing like it, as not many films were able to have this style and effects as the technology like CGI didn't exist yet. And this film accomplished so much for its time. Top-tier actors, characters, animations, storyline, soundtrack, and honestly, to me, it was perfect. 
a true classic worth watching. I'll never forget this film. And it's sad seeing the actors and creators who made this possible go, but it is what it is. Legend of a film. They don't make these anymore, but what a time it was. Who's dead? Robin Robin Williams. Williams. John Hughes. You know who is probably maybe dead? The guy who played Will Whedon? The voice who played... The guy who played Will Whedon. The voice who was Weebo... Is Ariel it's from Ariel. The Little Mermaid? Oh, because the Ursula died Ursula this week. Ursula died, yes. I don't know if Ariel's died, though. Um, we had to watch this movie as a part of our year nine, uh, year 10 science class. That's terrible. Yep. That's terrible teaching. It's lazy. It's the last week. That's the last week of term yeah. shit. <laughs> that's like me in the last week of term watching Sister Act 2 with my kids. Yep. At least that's... At least it's a better movie. Factual. Black people can sing. That's factual, more factual than <laughs> Anyway, we had to watch this movie as a part of our year 10 science class. The movie is presumed to have been rated at a G level, but at one point in the movie, two men with, were hit in the head with two balls, one of which being an actual bowling ball. I do not find this very appropriate for a general audience. Therefore, I wish to ask to change the rating of this movie to at least PG. I don't think you're in the right place to ask that. Brackets. I failed that science class. (laughs) So would have Professor Brainerd. That's true. You never would have rocked up. Robin, Robin Williams, bring me back to the good old days. I got to see this silly movie. I wish he was still alive. It will be cool to meet him in the future. I hope teleportation is real so everybody will meet him. It will be good in the future. I hope, I hope this happens. Good movie. They should make another one with the same actor. He's really silly and funny. We will always remember you and my family too. R.I.P. Wow, that's one sentence, I yes. guess. He wants to meet him in the future, even though the sentence before that he's admitted that, like, he acknowledged that he died. Well, no, because then he wants to invent teleportation. Yeah, but teleportation goes one place to the other, not... He wants to invent time travel. Time travel, yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, science teachers, stop showing this to your kids. Very trash, boring, do not watch or your time will go away. I had to watch this in science class three years ago. <laughs> As opposed to this one. Yep. Best film I ever seen. It's so good. Watch it and you won't regret. An hour and a half of flubbery fun. Oh. Oh dear. Are we going to have right. more flubbery fun next week, Lee? No, we're not. We're oh, going God. to watch a movie that neither of us have seen, but I'm not sure he's even going to be a good movie. Oh no. It was Why released, are we choosing it then? It was released on the 4th of October 2012. So that's 10 years and old. And grossed 4.4 million dollars. That's nothing. <laughs> I know. When you hear the cast, you will realise how little that is. Ten guess the, years ago. You can guess ago, the country. Australia? Yeah. Ten years ago in Australia? Yep. Only gross 4.4 million. That's wow. like one cinema's run of an actual movie. That's like one day of an Avengers movie. That's like one showing of Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, a 2012 Australian movie. Uh, no. Directed by P.J. Hogan Paul? Paul Hogan? No, not Paul Hogan mm. P.J. Hogan um, I couldn't tell you what else P.J. Hogan has done I'm not going to guess why, were you, why did you pick this movie? Oh, he's the director of Muriel's Wedding Oh, well, there you go And That's My Best bad. Friend's Wedding Oh, Loves a Wedding So of you're telling me this is about a, mo- a, dressmaker. a wedding? Yeah, no Is it The Dressmaker? No 
Um, is it? Um, uh, do you want a trivia about it? Yeah. Okay. God. Um, it's the laziest movie PJ Hogan's ever written. Director PJ Hogan okay. based the script on his own mother's mental breakdown and his politician father's refusal to tell anyone about his wife's illness. As in the film, Hogan's father recruited a hitchhiker to babysit the family. This is the quote from PJ Hogan. I came home from school and there was this strange woman rolling a cigarette, knife in her boot, dog beside her, and she said, bit of a mess here, isn't it? Hogan recalled. That was the woman who took care of us. She pretty much lived with us for six to eight months. Is it Wolf Creek? No. Is it Red Dog? No. It's stars uh, Tony Collette, Lee Schreiber, Anthony LaPaglia, and Rebecca Gibney. And what? Uh, it's a movie called Mental. Why have you picked this movie? Because it came out 10 years ago and we should do Australian movies. <laughs> God. Where can I watch this movie, Lee? Oh, I don't even know. I haven't even looked it up. Shirley Moochmore is a sweet misfit and mother of five daughters who are all convinced they suffer from various mental illnesses. Oh, Jesus Christ. Living in the Australian coastal suburb... So it's little suburb, women for crazy people. Yeah, living in the Australian coastal suburb of Dolphin Heads and married God. to the often absent local politician, Barry, Shirley retreats into a fantasy world of her favourite musical, The Sound of Music. Oh, Lord. After she maniacally orders a huge amount of furniture, telling neighbours her husband won another TV game show, she's packed off to a mental institution... Barry instructs his daughters to say she's on holiday in Wollongong. Barry enlists a mysterious surly hitchhiker named Shaz to care for his family. This sounds weird, and I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, Tony Collette plays Shaz. I thought for a sec Rebecca Gibney played Shaz, and Tony Collette played the mum. I'm like, no, that doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> Apparently, um, during the filming of Muriel's Wedding... PJ Hogan would tell Tony Collette stories of Shaz from his real life, from when he was growing up. Right. And she was like, you've got to make this into a movie. And when you do, I'm playing Shaz. And so here we go. Mental. Where can we watch it? Nowhere. YouTube. <laughs> and Amazon. So we're going to have to hire it. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like we should broaden something. Okay, we could watch more Australian movies, but that's probably not the one I would have started with. Well, the other anniversary is Romper Stomper. Yeah, unless I heard of it. It's got somebody in it. No, I've decided. We're watching Mental, and it could be shit. I'm going to choose something completely different to Mental for the week after next. Okay. As long as it also stars Rebecca Gibney. That's how we're connecting okay. things now. All right. How are we going to do a six degrees of separation? Six degrees of separation from Flubber to Mental. You're going to have to go with Tony Collette. You're going to have to use Tony Collette or Leave Schreiber. It almost could have been if that kid was Haley Joel Osmond in Flubber. It would have been a lot easier. <laughs> would have been very easy. Um, What's yeah, Tony Collette be, done? This is going to be difficult. Tony Collette. Let me write stuff down. Flubber. Surely Tony Collette's done something with Eric Banner. You reckon? Probably. Couldn't tell you what it is, though. No, I couldn't either. Um, you got it. Tony Collette was in Muriel's wedding. Yeah, with Rachel Griffiths. Yes, um, who was in the TV show um, Brothers and Sisters with Sally Field. Sally Field, who's in who's in Mrs. Doubtfire with Robin Williams. Williams. Well done. I'm gonna roll with these. 
Yeah, I'm going to come up with a new segment because I'm losing them now. Uh, Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire. You don't have to write it out. No one's checking. Uh, Sally Field. That's a good one. All right, now we're doing a known four. I reckon there'd be a quicker way to do that. What do you reckon? I'm sure Tony Collette's been in something with Eric Banner. And Eric Banner's been, was in that funny people with Adam Sandler, with Shooter McGavin. Oh, Shooter McGavin. Right. You reckon? Eric Banner, Tony Collette? Maybe. I couldn't tell you, though. Eric Banner, Tony Collette. Mary and Max. Doesn't count if you have to look it up. Marion Max is a 2009 Australian stop motion animated. Oh, by Adam Elliott. By Adam Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, he's dead too. Narrated by Barry Humphreys. Oh, he's dead who too. Who may or may not be cancelled. Uh, known for, who are we doing? Someone, Tony Collette, Anthony LaPaglia, um, Marsha Gay Hart on. Shooter McGavin. Shall we just do Tony Collette? Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. <laughs> All right. A top four for Tony Collette. Two T's? Yeah. Two L's, two T's. Um, uh, that one for sure has to be in there. I'm Jesus, put this is hard. That one, because you said it before. Was she in that show? Yeah. Um, what's that one called? And it's got that girl in it. TV show that she's really good in. I've got four and two of them are TV shows. Okay. I... But I'm not sure about one of them. I'm struggling. All right, I'll look her up. Tony Collette. What if I get the name of this TV show close to what it is? I didn't get the first one. Um... All right, go. Oh. Oh. In first space, spot, yep. is about a boy. Yeah, I've seen that once, I reckon. I don't know. Didn't have it. Do no. not on my list. In second place was Sixth Sense. I had that in third spot. I had that in second place. Oh, no, I had that in second place. Oh, now he's cheating. No, I'm not cheating. In third place is Hereditary. Never heard of it. It's the one where she's a psycho, like she's nuts, or it's it's a horror film. Apparently, it's pretty good. Oh, okay. It's five when years old next year, twenty eighteen. All right, we're watching that next year. I did not have that on my list, and the other one I did not have on my list in fourth place is Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, that's a really good movie. What's that? You can tell me now that you've got hers up there. That show that she's in, where with the girl from Dope Sick. Oh, um, unbelievable! Unbelievable! Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's what I had on the list. I had uh, Muriel's Wedding. I had Muriel's Wedding duh. as well. Six Cents, Six Feet Under. Was she in that? Or am I getting her confused with Rachel Griffiths? Rachel Griffiths was definitely in Six Feet okay. Under. And then United States have Tara. Oh, yeah. Good one. Didn't she win Emmys for that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. just one. Yeah. So. Let's see if I regret choosing Mental. Staircase, Unbelievable, United States of Tara. Yeah. It could be one of those ones that's actually good. It could be, and it's just because it's Australian, we haven't heard of it or watched it. Well, I want to read you one review. Oh, gosh, already? 
Yeah. Lee Patch, oh. that used to write for the Herald Sun. Right. Who I gave up on years ago. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. He says this. He he'll, be, it, he'll be a guest next week on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he called it a true cinematic lemon in a withering review. Oh. Then his quote is, Having paid $18 to see Mental last week, all I can say is this, I want my $100 back. He's a dick. But also... As if you're paying uh, for yeah, it. Yeah, no way is Lee Patch paying to see a movie. Um, what a dick. Uh, Margaret and David disagreed. Not surprising okay. on at the movies. All right, that's it. Um, watch Mental. Don't have to if you don't want to. Um, yeah. You do. I have to. Brent does. But listeners don't have to. Look, we'll I love a bit of it. Tony Collette. So I love a bit of Rebecca Gibney. I love a bit of Jonathan LaPaglia. Yeah, but you love Survivor. This is his Not brother, the Australian one. Anthony LaPaglia. He was good in that movie he was in. I remember in. Lantana. Is that the movie you're thinking of? No, I don't know what I'm thinking of. Lantana. Maybe I'll switch to that one. Oh, that was in 2001. We missed it. Ah, damn it. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of Tutoring Cinema. Thanks for watching on the YouTube. Make sure you've subscribed on whatever platforms. Make sure you tell your friends. Make sure you follow Tutoring Cinema and Two Brothers Entertainment on uh, the socials because we have an event coming up soon that we're going to tell people about shortly and announce that. So make sure you're on board for that. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Lee. Two drinks in a month.